Good morning and welcome to Food for Thought with Dixie Burmeister. And now, here's Dixie. Good morning on this sunshiny day. Good day to get out and take a walk. My gosh, Nakona over sitting mm-hmm. over there looking at me at the <laughs> controls and won't let me get near them. By the way, this is Dixie with Food for Thought, 1100 KNZZ AM and 92.7 FM and Nakona's here today. Mm-hmm. Gosh, a couple weeks in a row. I don't know. I don't I just can't <laughs> tell with me. <laughs> and it is a nice day out. Can you believe it's this beautiful. 50 degree weather? Yeah. Yeah, I was hearing Mona and her guests saying yeah. it's going to be 50. Yeah, yeah that's it's, crazy. It's uh, the thing is it's getting a little too warm too. Yeah, soon. too mm-hmm. quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll have a cold spell mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. And my relatives in Iowa would say Oh, don't even yeah. bring up the temperature. <laughs> don't even complain. Absolutely. But this is going to be a fun show. Mm-hmm. They're um, always fun. A lot of th- Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, you help make them fun. Too. <laughs> uh, a lot of food for thought in many ways, you know. Um, I was reading about the new uh, food trends of the, you know, 2024. And we'll maybe discuss that with our guest as well because uh, she and I do like to talk food as well as our love for animals. Mm-hmm. Um, good morning, Vicki family. Good morning. A lot of our listeners will remember you as a guest on the show. Gosh, we were trying to figure out when that was, but um, you have become quite the author, Vicki <laughs> family. And we talked about Tadpole. Oh, my gosh. You know, I never got to hold him. But I feel like uh, I knew him, that little kitten that you had. Um, Just quickly tell us a little bit about it, because didn't Tadpole kind of get you into seriously thinking and and doing a book? Yes, it is. Excuse me. It's all about him. Mm Mm-hmm. And, of course, it was all about him yeah, it <laughs> from was. about the day he was born. Uh-huh. Um, he uh, dominated uh, everybody's lives pretty much uh, from then on. He was a dwarf kitten. Mm-hmm. We didn't realize that when he was born. We knew he was, so, we knew he was different. Uh, he was a different size, mm-hmm. kind of a little bit different shape than uh-huh. the other kittens. Of course, we had taken his mama. Mm-hmm. She had been uh, um, abandoned in our neighborhood. We knew she was pregnant when she walked through our door. And that's very generous of you to take her. Well, (laughs) we didn't know how pregnant she was. (laughs) Uh, She had eight kittens. Wow. And, of course, one of them was Tadpole. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, uh, that was, um, the whole thing was pretty shocking, (laughs) to to be honest with you. Sure. Uh, My husband, as they were being born, he kept asking, how many? How many? And I said, <laughs> I don't really know because they're all in this huge clump and I, I, I'm afraid to touch them. Uh-huh. Uh, but finally, uh, about two o'clock in the morning, I was able to der- determine how many we had. Uh, so, uh, but Tadpole, uh, within about two, two to three weeks, <clears throat> of course, this is during COVID. Yes. You mentioned Most COVID. certainly was. And, uh, um, I sent pictures to our veterinarian. They were shut down. Uh-huh. They were still getting email. Sure. And I sent video and pictures, anything mm-hmm. I could. Mm-hmm. And I said, can you give me an idea of what, yeah. what we're looking at here? Yeah, what and, do we have here? Yeah, and she said, it looks like a genetic dwarf. So, of course, immediately the Internet uh, catches fire at our house. Of course. Because uh, I'm starting to look at anything and everything I could find about Sure. 
dwarfism, cat dwarfism, mm-hmm. and so forth and so on. Um, because of that, I wrote an article for Britannica. Uh, Tadpole was right around three months old, mm-hmm. uh, and we were starting to have uh, some issues with him, which was not uh, surprising. Mm-hmm. Uh, but by then, of course, fortunately, we could get into the veterinarian. And uh, But I wrote an article for Britannica, and subsequently to that, that was so popular and it took off so well. I was thinking, well, I'm, I'm already writing a book. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's change direction here and uh, um, a couple more articles for some other publications. And I thought, well, I'll write a, a semi-fictional book about Tadpole for uh, kids. And you had a picture of Tadpole on the cover. Yes, and well as pictures throughout the book, too. Yes, yes. Uh, so several just, pictures. Just a sweetheart. Um, yeah, he was. And yeah. uh, he was, and that's the yeah. that's probably the saddest part of this <laughs> of the story. It was... Very inspiring, I thought, the way that you gathered the gumption to <laughs> to take, first of all, take in uh, a female cat that you knew was expecting. Mm-hmm. Um, as you say, probably you didn't realize how expecting she was <laughs> in numbers, but uh, well, but she to did do get that, quite big. She <laughs> was very large. <laughs> I, well, she'd have to be, wouldn't you? <laughs> and, and and hence that's how I you know I knew that you had been over the years. You had talked about a book that you wanted to write, mm-hmm. and and so I knew there was kind of that inspiration to do something like that. But uh, it took this little tadpole to push you over the brink and to actually do one and it has started you off on many adventures um i i need to mention um our sponsor here real quick whom you know mm-hmm. dale amerson mm-hmm. quality meats mm-hmm. he knows you you go in there you are a customer uh nakona and i kind of find this very interesting that uh, our guests either have a connection well, a connection with me a lot of times, because, <laughs> but but a connection some way, shape, or form, because Nakona's from Delta, and and uh, her family has been around a long time and know people here, and there's always a connection, or there's a connection, and, and she's had many different connections with people who have connections with Phil. It's almost like that Kevin Bacon thing. Yes, <laughs> but, but it's the Phil Emerson thing. Yeah, right, you yeah. know? <laughs> what is your connection to Phil <laughs> Emerson? Um, one of our sponsors, Quality Meets 340 North Avenue, as you know well. And uh, you are a, a customer there. And y- you know how the, the feeling is when you walk into Quality Meets. Uh, has that, I don't know, how would you describe it? A, a, a nostalgia. An, uh, old nostalgia an, old kind ta- of, an old time. Yeah. Uh, small town. Who knows uh, what they're talking about? Very personal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, that's uh, yeah. you know that's you know when you think of bl- uh, the the old grainy black and white pictures of, of yes of, of any almost any yes. town from seventy five mm-hmm. years yes. ago or something like that. No, that's what you're going to see. No, I'll tell you a little thing about Phil. You might want to write a book about him. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that, Dixie. Yeah, I should. <laughs> um, and, of course, you know the quality of meat. I always say Phil puts the cue in the quality mm-hmm. um, uh, of the meat there. And the customer service is certainly just super terrific. And um, and he's a lot of fun, you know. And But I he always, it, he always reminds me that 
it was his you know father and grandfather who started the business that 75 years ago he did not start the business but it's still there mm -hmm. over 75 years and um very good quality lots of fun it's when you walk in there like you say and and um right now of course phil is loaded up with things to help you with if you're a football fan of course if you're a comfort food lover it's national crock pot month soup month you know um uh, it's national um playoff <laughs> i say it playoff month for the football games and all of those kinds of things and um he always says he sells meat he doesn't sell uh you, you know it's not injected with all different kinds of stuff but he has good meat as you will attest to too so there's a connection with our mm -hmm. sponsor uh, vicky and i'm getting the signal can you believe we've gone through the first segment yeah, already I can. Uh, you can so Maybe a little more about Tadpole, but I think that was the incentive uh, for Vicki to carry on with further books. And um, so I'm excited to have her tell you and tell us all about her new books out that you'll want to add to that. And Or you might want to grab that book on Tadpole if you, if you haven't already read it. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Dear winner. Toyota's got 22 vehicles with available all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive, and that's more than any other auto brand. From winter-ready SUVs like Grand Highlander and RAV4 to steady sedans like the Camry all-wheel drive, Corolla hybrid all-wheel drive, and the Majestic Crown. Plus rugged trucks like Tacoma and Tundra. We're ready for winter action with solid traction. Yours, Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. Based on the new fashioner's website as of 11-21-23. Visit Turner Toyota today on East Main in Montrose. Toyota, let's go places. Who has the best fabric and the widest variety of colors and designs? Well, Owl's Nest Quilters, that's who. Hi, this is Carol, the owner of Owl's Nest Quilters. We are constantly adding to our inventory to offer you just what you need for your next project. Why would you want to go anywhere else? We have over 5,000 square feet filled with Grand Junction's largest selection of fabric, notions, and patterns. We love what we do, and it shows. Come see us today, 527 Bogart Lane. Owl's Nest Quilters, because you love to create. I'm William Shatner. I've been around a long time, but I'm truly humble when I see the real battles our brave, paralyzed veterans have faced defending our freedom. And when they come home. I had just come home from serving over in Germany. Next thing I know, it was three weeks later. I was paralyzed. While parachuting with my platoon, my parachute didn't open. And I broke my neck. It left me paralyzed for the rest of my life. I was on a routine patrol, and uh, we were in the desert of Kuwait, and the vehicle flipped and landed on top of me, which uh, left me paralyzed from the waist down. Okay, folks, this, this, this is heroism. That's why I'm proud to support Paralyzed Veterans of America, because they've kept their promise to never leave a fallen soldier behind. A roof over the heads, accessible homes and cars, jobs, benefits. PVA has brought me back to life. Show them their sacrifice hasn't been in vain. Go to pva.org to learn how you can make a difference. We are the nation's largest integrated health care system, providing life-changing care to over 9 million veterans. Our hands are busy, competent, skilled, healing, helping, and friendly. A place where diverse teams come together hand in hand to provide full patient-centered care. Working in state-of-the-art facilities with influential leaders in healthcare, all with a single goal in mind, 
to help veterans heal, recover, and get their lives back in a place where everyone plays a part and where your efforts are truly appreciated. A place so innovative and forward-thinking that we're rebuilding hands and where even robots lend a hand. Join hands with us. Learn more at vacareers.va.gov. Bookcliff Gardens, Garden Talk, Saturday mornings at 9 and Sunday afternoons at 3 on 1100 KNZZ and 92.7 FM. Good morning and welcome to Food for Thought with Dixie Burmeister. And now, here's Dixie. And here we are back on this National Cheese, Cheese Lovers Day and National Buttercrunch Day. By the way, Vicki family, becoming a well-known author. Uh, and I've worked with, uh, you've had a marketing business for many, many years. 20 years that's many years yes yeah it is and we've worked together mm -hmm. I mean we had some good and some s a few <laughs> stressful times <laughs> working together right well <laughs> she Dixie probably doesn't want to remember this one we had a parade and really literally nobody did show up yes <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> moving on <laughs> moving on <laughs> now everybody's going like well, what parade was it? It couldn't have been a peach parade, We're, no. that's, that's it. We're not going to talk about <laughs> yeah. it anymore. We could write a book. <laughs> we could write a book, yeah. <laughs> Someone said that to me once about experiences in my grocery business. and mm -hmm. Not my grocery business, in the grocery right. business. but but um, And working events and everything. And yes, so, but... Um, and and you've you've written articles before mm -hmm. uh, many times. Uh, you know all about drones. You um, can set up a website overnight practically, and and, uh, uh, and we've had we have had a good time over we've the had, years. Yeah. Uh, we've had a wonderful time. <laughs> yeah, we have. <laughs> and, and all I have to do is just uh, go through my uh, the archive. Uh, files on my computer yes. and it's like yeah we did that we did that yep. we did See? that we did that. <laughs> because i got pictures to prove it and you got pictures to prove it which <laughs> that that takes care of it that says it all That's right, right right there and, and now you've become a, a, a an author uh -huh. uh, and like we said before if you're just joining us um i know that you had aspirations to do a book and you probably have a lot of files connected with that book but then um, a little kitten named Tadpole, a little uh, dwarf, it's mm -hmm. uh, scientifically labeled as such. Mm -hmm. uh, a cat, just super darling, um, came into your life um, via rescuing the mother that you didn't realize was about to give birth to a group. <laughs> and when we say group of eight kittens, <laughs> and um, and you had quite an experience with a little Tadpole. How um, how long did Tadpole live? Three. I mean, we knew it wasn't going to be... It. Well, remarkably, a little over three years, which is which, very unusual. Right. Um, most, the vast majority, uh, less than a year. Mm -hmm. um, we, we were really fortunate in a couple of ways. Um, he did not have nearly the issues that many dwarf cats do have. That, uh, which was and good. That was good. Mm -hmm. We did have some issues, but not nearly like... I mean, some of them are really um, very, very horrific. The other thing, too, is that we, we got the right veterinarian. 
We found the right that's, You know what? That's so important. Exactly. And she was as committed to him as we were. Um, in fact, the whole veterinarian staff was. Um, whenever he came in, uh, which was pretty frequent. I mean, we, you know, we, we had a baseline on him, and we mm-hmm. wanted to keep that active sure. just to make sure um, of, of any issues that maybe we weren't seeing at home mm-hmm. because that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every time we brought him in, we'd have to schedule an extra half hour <laughs> because he would be just sure. transferred from person to person. Oh, to I'm person sure. To person to person. I'm sure. Um, and uh, um, it, it, was, it was so wonderful to see. Uh, how much they just absolutely adored him. But he was real easy to adore. Of course. Uh, I mean, just to look at his picture, you would want to cuddle that little guy. And, you know, he was poked and prodded and had blood taken and everything. And he just laid there and just looked up at people with those big green eyes and just do whatever you want to do. I'm fine with it. He never snarled. He never, I mean, he... Never. And he would walk all over our dogs. Literally. Uh-huh. I have pictures. He would just literally, if you want to go someplace <laughs> and they were in the way, don't care. I'm walking all over. I'm walking over you. And, uh, um, and, and he just, uh, uh, everybody, everybody adored him. Everybody just adored him. But he was remarkable in that aspect. And, and I, I think probably a lot of credit goes to you and your veterinarian for giving him a good life for those three years. Yeah. Very sad well, to you. lose him, but it you was, did. I know you yeah, did. Yeah, we lost um, him uh, last April. Um, we just, um, uh, he, he, and he let us know. Mm-hmm, he did let mm-hmm. us know that, um, hey, it's it's time. Yeah, We're, yeah. You know, we've, we've had a good run and uh, um, remarkable, just absolutely remarkable. And, and you can read about him mm-hmm. in your book. Tadpole. Well, and his his uh, the book continues to sell very well, and of mm-hmm. course, mm-hmm. all of the proceeds go to Roy's first, which is uh, wonderful. That is, and there again, Vicky, thank you to the to you for that because we know the need. Yes, is great. Well, we um, didn't. Uh, Tom and I talked about it. My husband and I talked about it. We were never going to monetize him. No, like no. some people do. Well, um, and, and, and I give you credit, and that's probably yeah. why he survived longer as well, because you weren't taking on a, taking him and putting him on display oh, no, no. and uh-huh. uh, subjecting him to that kind of right, uh, treatment. Exactly. People could come by the house and bend the knee, mm-hmm. as we <laughs> yeah. called it, <laughs> but we never took him out yeah, to, yeah. to do that or anything like that. We never exposed him to anything. Yeah. And uh, uh, But uh, uh, we, we really thought, you know, Royce Hurst, um, you know, there's such a tremendous need there. Isn't there, though? Yeah, oh. just so, and it's, um, you know, and anything, anything that anybody can do, mm-hmm. you know, it may only be $10. Mm-hmm. It may just be maybe volunteer an hour of your time. Right. Or, and of course, adopt, do not shop. Please right. adopt, yeah. don't yeah. shop. Fred and I thought about volunteering to take, because they do have volunteers take them for walks. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's what we thought that. We might do because everybody knows about our Abby, of course, because she was right. a big part of our lives. And um, and I concur with you about having a good vet because our vet knew our Abby mm-hmm. uh, from the time we the first time we took her in. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she had said, "Oh, Abby, I don't think you have <laughs> a mean bone in your body," yeah. you know. And 
And it was uh, hard, and we're moving on because I can't talk about that. But I know now um, that has all led you to become the author of two more mm-hmm. books. And now you self-publish, right? That's well. It's uh, uh, called uh, uh, KDP Amazon. It's one of their imprints. Okay. And so it's um, it's it's a it's it's a hybrid, shall we say? Okay. Okay. And, uh, Got it. And that's uh, and that's kind of that's what's known in the trade mm-hmm. uh, and uh, uh, of course um, there's a process to, to go through and whatnot cover art cover design and editing and, and all of that uh, you know and, and I think that's what you know um, a lot of people think uh, you know including myself have thought about it from time to time and it just seems like an overwhelming uh, project to get it going and uh, and a lot of times we don't think about all the steps that you do need to consider. Mm-hmm. So once you decided to do that, what was your next step? Um, well, I started with Tadpole, of course. Right. And that was uh, it's a little book about a little kitten. Mm-hmm. And that was a really good way to, to kind of step into it because um, it wasn't very long, uh, 100 pages, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, and with pictures. The mm-hmm. pictures were a, a, a little bit challenging. Uh, but I had all the pictures, so that helped. Oh yes, and the cover design, uh-huh. um, and uh, uh, so it it uh, it was a I was able to in a fairly short period of time uh, do what they needed me to do uh, because it was uh, it was not like a seven hundred page novel, right? Or right. Like that. I gotcha. Uh, so that was that was a really good experience, and that gave me a lot of confidence to keep going sure. on. But um, it it. I know it may seem overwhelming, but it really isn't. But what it really helps, and what I encourage people to do, is find a writing group that, that okay, you like, yeah. that you're comfortable with. You have with. certainly talked about that. Tell us about that, because it sounds like it was um, really helped you with the foundation of getting everything ready and writing the book. It sure did. Writing it and getting it published and, mm-hmm. and marketing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I belong to Women Writing the West. It's uh, women it, writing the West. The West, right? Okay, and it, you don't have oh, to write woman the West. Writing the West women or writing the writing, West. Writing. W R I T I N G. Okay, exactly. And uh, I'm going to be president next year. Oh, uh, I'm not surprised. Uh, you're not surprised no. at that. Uh, but it's uh, you don't have to write about the West. Uh-huh. You don't even have to be a woman. We have several men members. Uh, it is. It, it, it's a really, really great. Not only a support group. Uh, but also a wealth of information about all the different publishing avenues that you can take. And, Very of course, uh, afterwards, marketing and writing that second book and writing the third book mm-hmm. and so forth and so on. It's just, uh, to me, and it was the right group for me, and I looked for a smaller group. I didn't want to sure. have thousands of members. That right. Was, but uh, they have, we have right now about 400 members. Throughout the world, actually, we even have some in Europe because Europeans really love westerns. Oh, is that right? Okay, well, yes, they do. Yeah. And so, if you are writing a western, Mm -hmm. for Europe is a good market. Uh, But almost, but anything. I mean, for example, um, neither Tadpole nor Good Boy Ben are westerns. Mm -hmm. Um, Good Boy Ben. That was your next book, right? Autumn is a little bit. It's what it's set on a, a ranch in Wyoming. A- absolutely, yes. Uh, Autumn and the Silver Moon Stallion, which of course would have some Western. <laughs> flair it, uh, to oh it, yeah, it so says it. It says it. Yes. Uh, but uh, uh, but I I really encourage people, um, even if you're just semi-serious about it, uh-huh. find a group 
that there's historical fiction writers, historical nonfiction writers, all sorts of groups. Oh, okay. And, and more on that when we get back because, of course, we need to take a break. Don't go away. Dear winner, Toyota's got 22 vehicles with available all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive, and that's more than any other auto brand. From winter-ready SUVs like Grand Highlander and RAV4 to steady sedans like the Camry all-wheel drive, Corolla hybrid all-wheel drive, and the Majestic Crown. Plus rugged trucks like Tacoma and Tundra. We're ready for winter action with solid traction. Yours, Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. Based on the manufacturer's website size of 1121.23. This is Kevin Lamar for Western Slope Toyota, a mile and a half west of Mesa Mall. Shop us online at westernsloperto.com. Start the new year on the right track with help from Scotty's Complete Car Care. If your vehicle is pulling left or right, wandering or showing uneven tire wear, it's probably time for an alignment. From compact cars to motorhomes, the service pros at Scotty's can get you straightened out. You'll enjoy better fuel economy, improved handling, and reduced tire wear, and keep your family safe on the road. Bring it on down to Scotty's, 4th and Pitkin. Call 2450. Bring it on down, Scotty's, your complete car care center. 1100 KNZZ, dependable weather. Slight chance of showers Sunday, Grand Junction, 48, Moab, 50. Chance of rain and snow overnight, 36. More rain and snow Monday, 45. Childhood should be the happiest time of life. For many, sadly, it's riddled with pain rejection, and isolation. But Mercy Ships is restoring hope to some of the world's most forgotten children through free, life-changing surgeries. No one can change the world on their own, but together with friends like you, we're putting faith into action and transforming it one child at a time. To learn more about how you can help, go to mercyships.org today. Fauci telling a House committee this week the idea of standing six feet apart quote, just sort of appeared. Miss a day. Wasn't leaning totally strongly one way or the other. You missed a lot. Six percent of the country wants to buy an electric car. The Biden administration wants to coerce everyone. News Radio 1100 KNZZ. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Thousands of pro-life activists rallied under falling snow and freezing temperatures on Friday at the annual March for Life here in Washington, D.C. Speakers urged the impassioned crowd to capitalize on the movement's major victory in the Supreme Court ruling that overturned Roe versus Wade. New Jersey Congressman Chris Smith said they need to do more to protect the unborn in their own states. Appearing with former President Trump at a New Hampshire rally last night, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott said voters should support the former president's commitment to stop illegal immigration. The announcement came during a Trump rally in Concord. That was seen as a political setback to his fellow South Carolinian, the state's former governor, Nikki Haley. She's been trying to close the ranks on Mr. Trump's lead in the polls going into the voting on Tuesday. But this endorsement was seen as a major setback. This is SRN News. No one's immune from misinformation. But if you want the facts, then you're in the right place. What is true? What is true? News Radio 1100 KNZZ. Good morning and welcome to Food for Thought with Dixie Burmeister. And now, here's Dixie. And here we are back having a lot of fun. We always say if you could hear and see what we do on the breaks. <laughs> we, we cover all kinds of topics. Um, a lot of times, if it's food, then we're salivating. And we're going to ask our special guest about her secret recipe as well, you know. But uh, we have Vicki Family, author, 
uh, marketing pr- guru. Uh, I could go on and on. Drone expert. You make me sound like a you know jack of all trades and master of none. I guess. Oh no! <laughs> have you, how many have you, How many is old enough to remember that phrase? Yeah. There you go. And we go back a long ways. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we work together, but um, he always had writing a book in mind, and and we've talked about tadpole, uh, that darling little uh, dwarf kitten that you um, but got via what rescuing the mother mm-hmm. who presented you with all these kittens and that's that got you really motivated I mean I know you were motivated you've got notes and all these things about a, a book I'm not sure what this book in is in your mind that you've been thinking about for years but it did motivate you to write one mm-hmm. and uh, tadpole and all the proceeds going to Royce Hurst and we've all seen those sad sad spots Right. on television about mistreatment uh, of animals which just tears you up and uh and, and so what a wonderful thing mm-hmm. how can you get that book by the way and then we must talk about your new books but well uh fortunately it's pretty simple there's two ways uh mm-hmm. the daily sentinel has copies you you can i have by. seen those advertised many times yes uh, or uh, you can just do a google search of for example prince tadpole It'll go right to Amazon or Prince Goodreads. Tadpole. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Good Boy Ben, same thing. Good mm-hmm. Boy Ben. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to Amazon or Goodreads. Mm-hmm. And Autumn and the Silver Moon Stallion. You have to do the, all those words, unfortunately, because you just do Autumn. Well, obviously. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but yes. Autumn yes. and the Silver Moon Stallion. Again, it'll go to Amazon or Goodreads right at the top. So um, th- those are real, real easy to find. How long did it take you to write, for instance, Tadpole? Tadpole was about um, three to four months uh, to write it, uh-huh. uh, and then another uh, six weeks or so to edit and mm. get the cover done. Uh, so it was right about in that time frame. Well, that's amazing. I mean, that, to me, that's a short period of time. But it's a little time. book. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> you go. It is a little book. Uh, and then, good, before I knew it, you had good boy Ben right. already done, and you turn around and you have Autumn and the Silver Moon Stallion done. Now, how did you get the idea for Good Boy Ben? Well, Good Boy Ben was um, uh, kind of unexpected, kind of like taking in a pregnant cat, you know. Okay, but, but yes, yes. Um, at the end of Tadpole, I have a chapter about a dog being abandoned mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. a dusty road. Mm-hmm. And I only put that in there because I thought, okay, so not everybody is a cat person. There's dog people out there, so I'll put, the cha- I'll put it about it. Because the overall theme... The overall uh-huh. message, mm-hmm. please do not abandon your animals. Amen. Do not abandon Amen. your animals. Amen. No matter what they are. Right. No matter, you know, dog, cat, whatever. Right. right. And, uh, but then so many people came up to me at book signings and whatever. What happens to Ben? Yes. And even our veterin- my veterinarian, she read and she said, what are you going to do to Ben? Uh-huh. Is he going to have a happy ending? Uh-huh. And I was like, Sure. <laughs> and, and you know what? I would have thought, I, you know, reading that book and getting to that point, it's it's kind of like, oh, because, you know, a lot of times you pick up on that from other authors or other programs that will leave you at the end of a season mm-hmm. kind of with cliffhanger. Uh, yeah, cliffhanger, a cliffhanger. Right. And so you go, oh, that's what. And but you act. And so you got the idea after. The your tadpole came out and people wanted to know about Ben. ben. Yeah, so 
okay, so let's write about Ben. Right. And it seemed to be a natural, um, it was it was fairly easy book to write. Uh, ben uh, hooks up with, shall we say, a homeless person. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go on several adventures, there shall we you say. Go. See? And there are some uh, sad points. It's for a little bit older uh, or young adults, gotcha. 14 oh, and up. Okay. Tadpole was more for six and seven. But good boy Ben and Autumn for a little mm-hmm. bit higher, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit older, 14 and up. Um, and they do go through some things together. Um, so, uh, but it does, um, uh, I, a lot of people cry, mm-hmm. but they did with Tadpole too. Yeah. Oh, yes. And uh, so then. I would be among those. Right. <laughs> so then um, I was talking to some horse people, some of them who you know mm-hmm. uh, from our some of the things that we've done i, be, I, I would and imagine so yes yeah. and uh and one of them said diane uh, she said okay so you've got a cat and a dog you know people abandon horses too and i said you know what ah. i do know that uh because on the old spanish trail as you know i was president for right quite some time oh yes there was i forgot con- to add that there is it. a considerable problem with people abandoning horses and donkeys oh. And so, uh, because it's remote, and uh-huh. so they just drop them off. Oh. So I thought, well, hmm, okay. Um, and I, I know horses pretty well. And if I don't, I know people to ask. Sure. Oh, and we certainly do. Yeah, <laughs> and we certainly do. And and I've always been interested in the wild horse issues here in the West. Mm-hmm. I think and that kind of gets to everybody, don't yes, you? Yes, it does. And so I, uh, I, I knew it would take a little bit more research, which it did, and that was fine. And so Autumn and the Silver Moon Stallion came out of that. So, um, but but based on my experiences with Tadpole and getting that published, it went a lot smoother. That uh, that end part of the the book. Gotcha. And so I didn't need to take so much as much time because the you know Tadpole was a learning curve. I'm still learning a lot, but there was a, a learning curve. I don't didn't have quite the learning curve with these other two books. Well, it seems to me like you came up with both of these. In a short amount of time. Two, yeah. Um, uh, Good Boy Ben went up in July, and Autumn went up in, Nove- in November. See? Look at that. Right. Vicki. Uh, but amazing. there are some crossover characters between all three books. Uh-huh. So I know my characters really, really well. And the fourth book, even though this is trilogy. I, I was just going to, <laughs> I was just going to ask you right. about that. Is there another book yes. in the future? Yeah, this is a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tadpole, Good Boy Ben, and Autumn. But... There's going to be a follow-up to Autumn. Uh, I haven't got okay. a working title for it yet. Uh, I'm still in the, um, uh, in fact, I have a critique group that I've, I'm passing on the synopsis to them next week. To oh, see really? What they think. And, uh, You're that uh, far. Yeah, I'm that far. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'll be, uh, uh, my, my goal is to have it uh, published by the end of the summer. I don't know. It will take a little bit more research because of the some of the dynamics that are going on but i have got some i've got some really interesting um mm. bad guys in this one Aha. <laughs> okay and uh, hopefully in the end they are beaten they are taken care of um or turned into good guys they, or no what? they're going to be taken yeah you know, they'll be taken care okay. of it may take another two books after that to do it got you but okay they will be uh one of them is a lawyer lobbyist and that's obviously right off the bat <laughs> okay. we don't like them yes <laughs> 
right off the bat. We Got that like one taken care. Yeah, we don't, we don't like him. So uh, so it's going to be and I've and I and interestingly enough, I've written the last chapter because I know exactly how I want that last chapter. Oh to be. my goodness! And it's a uh, um, uh, it's going to be. I, I think people will really, really like this one, too. Are you constantly thinking all the time in, in the back of your mind about this, no matter what you're doing or, or something happens and you go, oh, that might be something to include in the book? I have notes scattered all over I bet the you do. <laughs> I bet you do. Are they sticky backs or are they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have notes all over the house, and then I compile them all as I'm going along. Okay, I forget this one. Or uh-huh. what was I? What was my handwriting? I can't understand. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, oh well, and uh, or this was a good idea. Or I already did this, and and so. So I is that a good idea? Up. That I mean, it sounds like it is. Um, yes. Instead of thinking I have to remember that, just you really need to jot it down. You really do, and I email myself a lot. From you my know, phone. see, I used to, and mm-hmm. and that would be the thing to do. Right. Uh, email yourself or or you know a dm yourself yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever it takes as you're driving around or you're someplace that's mm-hmm. like oh yeah that would be a perfect name for somebody and it, you know that is a great thing things to do. like that and so and I, every author i know pretty much does that they're they they have scraps of paper uh uh-huh. that, you know that they write on or they email themselves chris brown he is also an author oh. you know brown side yes down on oh Main yes Street. And we, we compare notes ever so often, and he says, he says, yeah, I do that all the time. And then he, he talks about how he, um, how his, how the way he conjures up mm-hmm. different scenes and uh, different chapters yes, and whatnot. Yes, uh-huh. And so, uh, but it is, it, it can be kind of frustrating because I would say for every chapter I write, uh-huh. it makes it into the book. Uh-huh. There might be another chapter that didn't make it into the book, but I still wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> sure, I I could understand that. And and there's there's a clue. There's mm-hmm. a there's a tip because um and in my grocery days, I'd wake I in the middle of the night, my Fred always said, I always wondered how your brain works. I wanted to get in there and then he said, "No, it'd be too scary." <laughs> but but um I would get up and I would go email myself at mm-hmm. my office so I would have that idea. Or if mm-hmm. I was at work and I wanted to remind myself and I would leave myself a voicemail once in a while. Um, that was, you, you know, um, before the phones became such a big part. But um, <laughs> I can't yeah. believe the time is going so fast. Are we done? No, we're not. Okay, yeah. good. But, but we're getting close. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. What we're going to have to do is is do a, you know, a hook and put it out there and say more to come. More to come. No, yeah. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Dear winner, Toyota's got 22 vehicles with available all-wheel drive and four-wheel drive, and that's more than any other auto brand. From winter-ready SUVs like Grand Highlander and RAV4 to steady sedans like the Camry all-wheel drive, Corolla hybrid all-wheel drive, and the Majestic Crown. Plus rugged trucks like Tacoma and Tundra. We're ready for winter action with solid traction. Yours, Toyota. Toyota, let's go places. Based on the new fashioner's website as of 11-21-23. Visit Turner Toyota today on East Main in Montrose. Toyota, let's go places. From mild to wild, big or small, Alcan Spring can build it all. Want your suspension to perform to the max? Alcan Spring. They manufacture top-quality American-made leaf springs, and they now offer installations on Jeeps, trucks, trailers, and more. They have the replacement parts you need. 
If you need lift or extra weight capacity, let Alcan Spring build the heavy-duty custom springs you need. Visit them at alcanspring.com or stop by 2242 Highway 6 and 50 in Grand Junction. What I know about courage, I learned from my adoptive mom. She said sometimes you just gotta hold on and know we'll get through this. Mom, we are so high up. Hold my hand. <laughs> no, you hold my hand. Here we go. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. I learned patience from my adoptive dad. All he had to say was, Hey, you got this. Just breathe. Hey, <laughs> we're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to start a band. <laughs> I got it. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. <laughs> Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. One smile is great, but one smile in a community of smiles is so much better. Smile Train celebrates the cleft lip and palate community by empowering medical professionals in over 70 countries to perform essential cleft care in their local communities. Learn how Smile Train is helping the cleft lip and palate community at smiletrain.org/learn. Smile Train, changing the world one smile at a time. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking, now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Sean Hannity, weekday afternoons at 1. 67% also say the party should nominate somebody other than Biden. On News Radio 1100, KNZZ. Good morning and welcome to Food for Thought with Dixie Burmeister. And now, here's Dixie. And we are here at 1100 KNZZ AM, 92.7 FM, and... Um, Thanks to Phil Emerson at Quality Meats at 340 North Avenue. Open until 5 tonight. So you can stop by and pick up. I mean, when you walk in there, Vicki Felmy, our special guest, author of Tadpole, Good Boy Ben, and Autumn and the Silver Moon Stallion <sighs> trilogy of books that are, I, I mean, really, people love them. People love your books. And, uh, and, Thank you. And you know Phil. Yep. So that says a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or Phil says, well, I know her. And that yeah. says a lot. But they're down there to give you all kinds of ideas. And, and aren't you amazed when you walk into Phil's at, at the variety of things they have in there, the variety of meats and... and uh, Spices and yeah. all sorts of yeah. condiments and... And ideas. Things that you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Yes. And so you, you kind of have to spend a little bit of time walking through there. Yeah, you see, do. See what they got. What is your website? Um, it is um, vfauthor.com. Okay. Or, yeah. Or VF, Vicki Family. Yeah, vfauthor.com. And, 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 and they can go there and learn about Tadpole, Good Boy Ben, and Autumn, and the Silver Moon Stallion. That's correct. And they yes. can also, uh, there's direct links to buy the book. Yes. Or books. Uh-huh. Um, I am going to run, be running a special next week. 
Okay. Uh, Good boy Ben and Autumn. uh, Okay. Taking $2 off of each one. Perfect. And uh, because it's cold. It's still cold out there. It is still cold out there. People need to have books to read. Oh, oh, absolutely. (laughs) Get them Uh, off of the ice. Get them. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Get them out of the snow and get them in, in the house. Go in the snow and then come in and get warm and cozy and. Yeah. And how many people say, oh, I just want to stay home and read a good book. Right. Exactly. And these are good reads mm-hmm. and they're not real long. I mean, uh, depends upon what kind of reader you are, but um, they're good reads and they make you feel good. I hope so. And and you're out there also, if you're an animal lover, you will be helping mm-hmm. um, Animals Rice Hearst uh, with Tadpole. Right. All the benefits go there. So... Vicky family, we have to have you come back. I, I mean, and tell us about this. And uh, and there is another book coming, but we're not going to say what it's about. Uh, I'm not quite sure what it's about. Well, it'll it's going to it's be a, a takeoff of uh, Autumn and the Wyoming Ranch. Okay, okay. And what happens uh, with that? Uh, okay. Because uh, our 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 villain in Autumn, mm-hmm. uh, uh, he did he he does get killed, uh, but that sets up. Uh, an awful lot of opportunities uh-huh. for the people in the ranch okay. to do some things that they've want, been wanting to do. And that's part of becoming an author, too, is seeing those opportunities in the in a story that you write can lead to another one and it lead mm-hmm. to more ideas. And, and it's so and so it goes, right? Right. And we have a little bit of a love interest with Becky and <gasps> Philip. Oh, okay. And that we started like that. with Autumn. And, of course, it's two love stories because it's not only... Becky and Philip is also Autumn and, and the, the Silver Moon Silver <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I love it. So once again, VP, v- VP I mean, author right. dot com. Okay. Or excuse me, VF author dot Oh, com. yes, VF. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Very important. VF author Yes, there you go. Yeah. VF author dot com. Okay. A-U-T-H-O-R. Okay. <laughs> Does that say it's VF, right? Yeah, it's V. Th- this is VP, uh, Vice President, oh, family. <laughs> I got you. Yeah. I got you. Why that is? Yes. Yeah. Okay, Vice President, soon to be President. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we talk political, but this is a different president. Well, I'm going to be President of <laughs> Women Writing the West next year. So <laughs> there, you, there you go. Yeah, there so. you go. Well, quickly because um, well, we've been talking about Phil, and we've been talking about the fact that it's, it you know, this is kind of really comfort food month mm-hmm. in a way but it's also which is funny is it's all national it's also national fat free month <laughs> but but yeah good but luck it's, with that. it's soup month, it's soup month uh crock pots what we always think of as comfort food and foods like chicken pot pie and i asked i said to you what's been happening in you know, your your kitchen and you go well one thing I, I have really think I've perfected is the chicken pot pie because you figured out some tips on how to take a recipe, how, how you do it. You take a recipe and then you tweak it, so well, to speak. I, I did this, <coughs> excuse me, I did this two or three times. Mm-hmm. The chicken pot pie recipes that you download or get. Right. And, and there's a lot of them. And yeah, there are a lot of them. Uh, but one thing that I'd never understood, I would follow the recipe. And as you know, you bring everything to a boil, and then you simmer for a while, all of your ingredients. Right. Mm-hmm. And then and then they say, pour it into your pie crust. Mm-hmm. 
You know what happens when mm. you pour something really hot into a bottom pie crust? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It kind of disappears. Sure it does. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it melts into oblivion. Yes. And what happened to that pie crust? I and it's like, I know I put it in there. I mean, yeah. I thought I'd lost my mind. Did I forget <laughs> to put the bottom crust in there? Well, and then I realized, duh, um, no, you don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So what you do is you get your favorite your favorite pot pie recipe. Are we, do we have I, I'm just telling you three minutes, so you okay. gotta get your favorite recipe. But what you want to do is you want to make sure that mixture is really, really cool. Very good. Now, yep. what will help mm -hmm. is you you want to cook your potatoes, you know, your diced potatoes. Right. Just to they're barely, not yes. even quite done. Yes, I yes. mean, just barely. Yes. And you put it and you drain them and then you let those cool while you're putting everything else in, mm -hmm. almost everything else in. Then you take uh, well, your vegetables, your chicken, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. take them off mm -hmm. the heat. Then you add a cup of half and half, mm -hmm. half a cup of cream, mm -hmm. whipping cream. Mm this is not a diet food, by the way. Okay. <laughs> a, stick of, a stick of butter from the refrigerator. Okay, no, it's not a diet one. Right, exactly. Okay. And uh -huh. your potatoes. Mm -hmm. They're already cooled. Right. So what you're doing is you're adding all the cool stuff to right. something that you had simmering. Right. So that will, help, that will help cut the time to let it cool. Then you can probably put it in the refrigerator. For okay. a little while okay and that's and that works out well then you put it in your pie crust but do not put it in even there you go even warm right right you're taking a chance you know what when you were talking about that um fred loves potato soup and and he likes more he calls it broth but it's really milk and half and half you, you know but um uh, what i do and especially if i'm going to make it for a group I cut up all the potatoes, dice them up, mm -hmm. and uh, and I spend a little more time making sure they're a better, you know, more consistent size, and and I will partially cook them, but just just I always say just so you can push a fork in, but not for easily. Yeah. But you, there's pressure. You have to put yeah, just barely, and and I do that with the celery and the onion, and and I'll have all those ingredients ready. Because if you add and, and have to cook them in that, especially in that milk mixture, mm -hmm. it's not going to work. And, uh, and it gets too thick. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so I've done that like with soup and, and, and I have taken Phil's, some of his great bacon he has, you know, and um, bake it like you, we do anymore now. We cook bacon in the oven. Mm -hmm. and uh, and drain it and then crumble it up and serve that and shredded cheese with the potato soup. But the idea is to pre-chop and cut and have that everything ready or even partially cooked depending on what you're doing. But the, see, the same principle as with your pot pie. Mm -hmm. And just remember, the crust can be touchy. And we are out of time. I can't believe it. Thank you, Vicki, so much. Oh, thank you. We'll get you back, and we will be back next week with Talk About Trees. It's a secret.